Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. We have a Kickstarter for you for, uh, what I just said it, March 14th. No, it's the 13th. I'm kidding. I don't know. Isn't it? Monday well, it the 13th? Is, yeah, but March 14th is in my head because of uh, I gave a page up for to talk about Blu-rays because we have Blu-rays coming out this week that are interesting. So rain won't go away from this place. Stephen says it's going to be clear, but uh, we had rain all day yesterday, Saturday, all day on Saturday. We're recording Sunday. Let's not have no illusions about that. So. Yeah, well, it's raining here. Like it's been, I mean, it started raining at like 1 a.m. and it's been raining ever since. Like, one. So it's been 12 hours of rain here. Yeah, so bueno. So one, which was really 12. Right. Maybe. Oh, fuck, dude. That, I I, dude, I hate the fucking time changes. Dude, it always fucks me up. Now, I thought we voted for the shit to stop and I was looking and we're, we're supposed to get a fallback again in the fall. Yeah. It's not going to stop. Dude. So I always, what the fuck do we vote for? What do we vote? We vote for all kinds of stuff that doesn't really happen. Don't but, we? It, but it passed. I don't know. Mm, but did it? It did. Did it pass? It did pass. But then, yeah, but it doesn't, it passed, but it doesn't go into law until like 2030. What? <laughs> Well, it seems like that. That's the case. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really. It doesn't bother me one way or the other, honestly. Yeah, I don't. Well, it, does, it doesn't affect my life in any fucking way. I, I don't care. Well, speaking of things that don't affect people's lives, <laughs> do you remember uh, a couple of months ago? Actually, back yeah, back in November, Mega Millions or Powerball, I forget which one, got to two billion, and yeah, one singular sure. ticket won. Sure. And it wasn't a pool. It was one man and his family. <laughs> that was it. It actually made LA News. It made, uh, it made um, uh, KTLA's uh, morning news that the dude bought a two, uh, a $25.5 million mansion overlooking LA. I think if you buy, uh, if you win a, a, a so you don't have to use your face when it comes to publicity, but you have to use your name. Because public knowledge, when that's kind of the unfortunate thing of winning a big jackpot like that. I'm sorry, dude, but I am not going to buy. You have to insulate yourself when you have a million, a billion dollars in cash because he took the cash, so he took the lump sum, so he has like a billion dollars in his name. Right? Why? Why the fuck would you do that? Why would you? Why would you, why would you buy a house that everybody's going to know about? Cause you, I mean, on my take, you create an LLC and you buy everything under, under that. That way your name's not there. I don't know. People don't think. Well, I mean, you know, what do you do? You, figure yeah. you, get, you got new money, you lose your shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I, what would I do with a billion dollars besides disappear? I would, that's exactly it. I would disappear. I'd leave a very large chunk of it to, and, and a lawyer to help people out. You know, and also those ones that go, holy shit, Corey won a billion dollars. Let's go fucking harass him. That's what you had to get to insulate yourself. But that's whatever. I, I can't imagine that kind of money. As we we play our re, our reoccurring numbers. It's our birthdays. Like everybody else says, we all we play our birthdays. But it's reoccurring. So I just get advanced play all the time. But sometimes when it gets high, I'll buy a little extra just for fun. Because we can't gamble in <laughs> California. Uh, speaking of things that got on a ballot and didn't get passed, <laughs> it's just such bullshit, dude. Yeah, why are see people so afraid of of passing sports betting, online sports betting in California? I don't understand it. You know, no idea. Did you know that? Speaking of, went to Vegas back in December. We talked about that. 
in the state of Nevada, you can you can do online betting, but DraftKings does not have a licensing for it. It's like all the big casinos that have their own are completely cock blocking DraftKings from being able to 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 operate in full capacity yeah, yeah. In, in Nevada, which doesn't surprise me. Speaking well, of old, old money and new money, right? I was going to say, yeah. Why would anybody be shocked by that? I mean, well, I wasn't. I'm shocked that like you know anybody with DraftKings on their phone doesn't end up buried in the desert in Nevada. <laughs> That's that shocks. That's what I'm more shocked about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I bet back in what was it? Oh yeah, back in December, I made a hundred to one bet when the the odds were thirty five hundred to one that LA was going to win the cup, and then we're like, "You're crazy." Well, forty five hundred one at the beginning of the season, so I'm like, a forty five hundred dollars back to you for a hundred dollars. I always bet a hundred bucks to them to win the cup, regardless of how shitty their team is, because you never know. And well, I was right for two years. <laughs> I don't fuck down money afterwards. Gambling, gambling. This is, this is turned into like a. This is turned into a weird. This is a weird show. It now is. we're talking about sports again. Well, it's turning it's like, into sports. It's, it's, it's not, it, dude. It's my fault too because I, I, I bring it up every now and again. Like I'll bring up some nonsensical sports ball thing. Well, it's more gambling than anything. It's gambling and, and money and money poorly spent. Speaking of money poorly spent. So there's Blu-rays coming out. Too. Yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> now you're back on track. I know we've talked about before about, about your, uh, about your physically unable to see the differences in 4k or 3d and all that. Yeah. Stuff. I just make, I can't, it, yeah, I can't on it. cannot see it. It doesn't, uh, I, my eyeballs do not see. Your favorite all time movie streets of fire is coming out in 4k now on Tuesday. And my copy will be here. I'm telling you, Amazon actually shipped. You remember when Amazon would, if you pre-order something, Amazon would, you would ship get a the, couple. Yeah. You'd get it on the day it was released. It would show up in your mailbox. Sometimes you get it the day before. Right. And they, they actually said, that's me. Delivery time is Tuesday the 14th. So I'm very excited that they're actually delivering on time. Uh, yeah, man. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that's coming out that day. Uh, some Oscar fair since Oscars are tonight. Oh, Being that's sunny. right. Yeah. Yeah. I should have known and the rain and all that was going to go away. <laughs> Sure. It's a fucking Hollywood ending. Yeah. Fuck that. Ah, whatever. This month is all about movies straight to video on our March Madness stuff. And that there's a lot of that stuff that's coming out on Tuesday. One of them is Wild Orchid 2. I've seen this movie come out on Blu-ray a dozen times now. It's like I didn't realize it was something that wanted to keep getting released, but it is. And it's coming out through Scorpion. It's a rad cover. What is it? Wild Orchid 2. Oh, Wild Orchid 2. Yeah. yeah. Not, non Mickey Rourke. Yeah. It's, it's Nina Shamashko. <laughs> right. Nina Shamashko. And Robert, and Robert yeah, Davi, Tom Skerritt, and uh, Shooter McGavin's in it, Christopher McDonald. Dude, I wish we, could, we should pair that with Poison Ivy or Poison Ivy 2. Yeah, because wasn't Tom Skerritt the dad? In Poison Ivy, the yeah. first one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Wild Rocket 2, now on Blu-ray. This is I, something I've been, dude, I've been, I've been always, I, I say that all the time. You know what Blu-ray would complete my collection? Wild Rocket 2. So much for, fucking Scorpion's not helping you at all, man. You're, you're trying uh, to like keep your collection. I haven't growing. bought, I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't bought anything. I have not bought anything since, I don't know. Well, not this year for sure. It's not since the beginning of the year and not really since maybe like November, October. I don't know. You know, everybody knows about these silly ass Christmas movies, right? That Lifetime and Hallmark play, like Hallmark. ad nauseum. Oh yeah, man. 
well, there's a Blu-ray that of one of those coming out tomorrow <laughs> called the Snowball Effect. I'm Sweet. Like, I, I, on Blu-ray. Yes. <laughs> what do you do? 4K. What the fuck? No. No 4K, but still, why? I can't imagine what a Hallmark Channel movie would look like on 4K. I mean, if I could only see it, you could probably see through the set and see like the grip standing behind it, smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee. Yeah, they, well, they probably use a red camera. They just shoot in 2K because why waste this card space? Well, what's the point? We talked about it before with some of these Christmas movies. They literally like shoot this thing and then turn the camera, shoot the other one, the yeah. other one across the street. Yeah, they've, got, they've got other actors on the other side of the street waiting for their turn. Yeah, wardrobe change and run across the street. So bad. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's lots of uh, straight to video stuff that, from the past that are coming out on Tuesday, and that uh, Wild Orchid Two is one of those ones that just stood out. But also the box set for Highway to Heaven is coming out on Blu-ray. Oh, fantastic. Is that from, uh, who's that from? Is that from our good friends? No, it's uh, Visual Entertainment Group. I've never heard of them. Oh. Yeah. Visual Entertainment Group? Is it like Veg? (laughs) Yes. Dude, I'm just going to Veg and watch Highway to Heaven, (laughs) man. And watch Highway to Heaven. (laughs) Just going to Veg, dude. Uh, And it's listed as a 133, so it's keeping it all 4-3. I mean, I'm Keeping it real. Not that I thought they were going to go back and remaster everything in 35, but still... So I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was just surprised that it's just not a DVD. What's the, I, I guess it's probably a more Blu-ray uh, manufacturing setup. Oh, I mean, dude, there's probably a whole group of, you know, folks who like, enjoy that shit. My, you know, it's something I, I weirdly see my parents buying at Walmart at, in 2016. <laughs> that works. When I clean out my dad's stuff, good Lord, some of the things I found in there, I was like, what? Why? Who? Why? Yeah. Don't you know about streaming? <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. I'm just saying, like, dude, come on. Highway to heaven. I mean, I guess, man. I mean, how many, was there like a hundred seasons of that shit? There's only five. Oh, it seemed like there was a hundred. I think we might've done some of those one-off movies too. Uh, yeah. You and also I feel like, wasn't there a spinoff with Touched by an Angel? Isn't that a spinoff of they Highway had, to Heaven? I think they had crossover, didn't they? Yeah. Something, right? There was yeah. Michael Landon passed the torch to Della Reese. And uh, what was her face? Della Reese and the... Della Reese? My niece? Della Reese is my niece. No, the other the other actress. So she's Welsh, wasn't she? I don't remember. I, I never... I do, Here's the thing. I can tell you. Never seen an episode of I Would Have. I've never seen an episode of Touched by an Angel. My mom loved... Roma Downey. Roma Downey, right. Roma Downey. Yeah. yeah. Who was uh, on the show I worked on called Profiler. Oh, she's just from Derry, the UK. So she was British. I thought she, maybe she was like Welsh or something. Then when Della Reese wasn't around, John Dye came in. I think there were some issues with Della and her contract. And, that, and then John came in to fill in the blanks because they kept coming with the show. I think that sounds right. Something like that. Hey, uh, so quick question. Are you watching Daisy Jones in the Six? No. You know, that's because it's, it's uh, Elvis's granddaughter playing I, the Stevie Nick. But I don't, why, why not just make a fucking show about Fleetwood Mac? And why, why disguise it? And I mean, we all know what it's supposed to be. I know, I just, know. I, I, can't get, I can't get behind it because of that. Like, I watched the first episode, and it looks great. My friend's costume designer, and it looks cool. But I was just like, oh, well, if you're going to make something about Fleetwood Mac, just make it about Fleetwood Mac and call it Fleetwood Mac. Don't, Daisy Jones in the, yeah. this is the fucking worst title ever. Yeah. And you know what's funny is, like, all it made me do is want to watch Roadies again. Yeah, because Roadies is better. Oh, dude, I told you I finished it, right? I don't think no, I did. You didn't, you didn't, oh I don't, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. God, dude. That next to last episode, like when, um, yeah. I was just like, 
I mean, I literally, I'm on the couch. I literally said, I want to go, fuck you. No, no. I was, I never have that kind of visceral reaction to it. I did not see it coming. I didn't see it coming at all. And I'm usually pretty aware of that stuff. And, and here's the thing. I think I told you this before, but. Dude, he's the only, this is the only thing I've ever liked him in. And seriously, he's so wonderful in the show. No, I just wrecked me, dude. It wrecked me. Am I going, well, I don't even want to watch the last episode now. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, it was wonderful. And you get to the end of it. It was a great setup to still close it out the show if it didn't get another season. But I would have loved him. Because the way they set it up about the whole not be able to, they're not going to tour Europe. And once What's-His-Face figures out that he's been hired all along because he wants to be the bearer of bad news that there isn't going to be a European tour because he wants the homeboy to go solo. I was like, it was so good. I mean, everybody on it was so, so fucking great. Even fucking Machine Gun Kelly's great in it. Yeah, I, I liked the shit out of it. I loved the whole, the structure of the show, but it was still kind of inconsistent with the structure. But just when you get the song of the day, sometimes you got to be at the beginning of the episode or at the end or in the middle. I love sometimes it was just a song playing. Sometimes it was somebody rehearsing. I thought they were just fucking so clever. But I, I'll just say this. On the finale, a little too much Jackson Brown. <laughs> just a little too much. Is there ever too much Jackson Brown, uh, honestly? I, I felt so. <laughs> Dude, but that last shot. I, it might be some, that might be one of Cameron Crowe's, my, one of my most favorite things that he's done. I mean, he's done some fun things, but I really just, it just reached me. And, and it's funny that, the show been around for that long and I never connected with it enough to watch it. And then once I watched it, I was like going, ugh. I dragged my ass on the last episode. I'm like, cause I was so heartbroken about that. It took me like a good week before I watched the finale. Yeah. It's, it was rough, man. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. I mean, it was really well done, but that's what Karen Crow does. He fucks with you like that. It was like, I don't want to, and usually his movies don't do that like that viscerally to me, but I mean, I felt, I really felt it like in singles when they get in a car accident and they lose the baby, that kind of thing. But usually his stuff is just like, oh, dick, I hate people. They're always getting in the way of, of, of relationships trying to grow. That's usually what his movies are about. This was just like, ugh, yeah, rough. But yeah, Rhodey should have gotten more than just one season for sure. Like like you when you first brought it up, it should have. It should have gotten more. Once you see it, you definitely. I can't disagree with that. It really needed more, but ain't gonna get it now. It is not. It's that. Yeah. That 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 ship has sailed. I think it was just. You know. I think I'm sure it was at the time was too expensive, and you know they're like, okay, great. But now, if they were if they were to come back or some derivative of it, it would make a lot of sense just to see how much the road has changed because of COVID and how how different everything is and. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What was, uh, where was I? Where were we? Uh, I think that's kind of it, man. There's not really, I mean, knowing. Oh, you're closing out this week. I am. Yeah. Last week of shooting. We got, uh, it's me and uh, second unit running wild. And then um, that's it. And then, uh, you know, I fly home on a week from yesterday. So on the 18th. Wow. Flying back to Los Angeles. Yay been two months dude i've been here i was gonna say I, it'll we, it'll yeah. be two months on saturday i got here on, i got here on the 18th and before we got on mic i was just thinking like i can't believe it's been two months it, i can't recall the last time you gone on and gone on location and you were gone that long and it felt like i mean it felt like you just went and you, you just left 
and considering the project this time around, I guess, you know what it is? I think it feels like it's, it's been less time. It's because you didn't have any prep. No. I mean, I stepped in, I mean, I came on and the movie was already, it was, it was, you know, it was already going. Right. I stepped in, I got here, it was day 35 of shooting. I think that's what it is for me. I think it's the fact that there was no prep for you. And that usually, this is not unusual two months, but it was, but I think maybe because of the size of the production. Usually I'm gone much longer. I mean, usually I'm gone 12 to 16 weeks usually. So I'm usually gone like four months. So it's been half the time. Yeah. But it seems it doesn't. It seems like I've been here a long time. Yeah, I feel that because it literally just worked every day. <laughs> I mean, today is I'm not working today, but yeah, I mean, I've worked like my last day off was in January before today. Oh, really? Yeah, like before. Yeah, bef- like bef- the, the weekend that we saw Drac. Whenever we, whenever they screened Dracula, that was the last. Uh, I had that Sunday off. I worked that Saturday, and then I had the next day off, and that was it. Hey, you know what? I, I didn't want to, I just want to go back just real quick about John Dye since we were talking about him briefly. Do you know that considering the month that we're doing, he was in The Perfect Weapon with Jeff Speakman. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, it's funny because I keep waiting for that movie. I, I was sure Dang. that movie was going to pop oh, up in man. the Tubi recommends. Especially after the thing we just watched. I, I thought for sure Dude, it was going to come yeah, out. Yeah, because it seemed like this could have been Jeff Speakman movie. Also, my buddy Jimmy Diggs was in The Perfect Weapon, but he died too. Like young, he had a heart attack. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, I don't know, he was like 50. That was something that we haven't really touched on during the month. And, you know, we're, we're about to record the third episode. There was a weird thing where there, it felt like you go to the video store and you look at the wall and like, who the fuck's that guy? <laughs> like There was always some new dude on the scene. Right? Didn't Perfect Weapon actually have theatrical? I thought it did. It did. No, it did. It, got, yeah. it had a theatrical release. They were trying to come up with their own Steven Seagal. That they could, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. It was, it was during that race. Well, cause then there was another one. There was Thomas Ian Griffin, who was the oh, bad yeah. guy in and, No and, Retreat, No Surrender. And they, they tried to, there was, he had a movie too that tanked horribly. Yeah. It was a big studio release. Which one of the Karate Kids? It might've been Karate Kid 3. I think, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I think that was the start of him. Yeah. Thomas Ian Griffin. And didn't, wasn't he the, wasn't he the, like the main vampire in Vampires? Yep. Carp- yes, Dude, he, he was. was. fucking badass on that. Yeah, he was great in Vampires. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they just, they, they, but you know, they were trying to put him in those silly ass karate movies, you know, and, it, and again. Excessive it, force. It, excessive force. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> he played, he was like a cop who kicked ass and he played piano and, and just all kinds of stuff. Oh, Lance Henriksen, dude. Oh, I, mean, I, I totally remember this. Yeah. I saw it in a theater. Yeah, that dude was always amped up. He was, he was always like, oh, James Earl Jones is in that shit. You know, they kind of have the, the real poor man's version of him in the movie we're about to talk about. <laughs> it, oh, it, dude, it totally is. That guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> With his pants jacked up past his belly button. Oh, good Lord, dude. <laughs> we, we, we'll get to that. Anyway, let's just close this out. Yeah. If you want to follow the show on, on the socials, that's at Karate Pod on Twitter, Insta, Letterboxd. Letterboxd for Corey is Corey underscore Culp. And on Insta, it's Culprit97. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram. Or you can follow me at Letterboxd at Tom Cody at Letterboxd. That's Tom Cody at Letterboxd. Or Sharky's Machine. Something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe all of them. All those things. 